Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. Podcast that's not about growing marijuana or gardening, but is about living in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm sure glad you're here. The Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast is hosted by me, Connie Lawson, and airs Mondays and Fridays on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to check me out on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. You can also go to our website at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com to leave your prayer requests or a comment and to read our blog whenever I write, which is not very frequent, because speaking is my jam, not writing. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this show started. Hey friends, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connie, and I'm so glad you're here. Today is a really cool day at the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast because we are embarking on season three. Season three is going to be wrapped around the idea of perseverance, persevering and taking heart. We're going to be talking about how to have courage, how to fan the flame, to take hold of God's peace and to be comforted. We're going to talk about seasons of hard work, bearing fruit, and what it means to have demanded discipline and endurance. I'm so glad that you're here, and I'm going to be sharing today some of the verses, the key verses that I'm going to be using kind of as a backbone for this season. I've got three of them with me, and I'm going to share a little personal story. It's going to kind of help us to step into season three. Uh, Some of the changes that are going on. Uh, around the show this time is I'm going to be cutting the episodes down in length in hopes to get more listeners for the fact that um, if the content is shorter, it can be listened to in you know a drive home from work or to the grocery store or while you're in the shower. So that's one positive thing. Another positive thing is we are going to be attempting uh, in season three, probably not perfectly, but to air the show on YouTube as well uh, at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. I have a channel over there that I have not used uh, very frequently, but you know, as you step into whatever the Lord has called you to, it takes time, doesn't it? And time plus continued growth and seeking the Lord leads to the right things and the right steps at the right moment. So we're going to be airing the show, uh, trying to do that on YouTube each week as well. I've got business cards that are going out. They're really beautiful. I designed them. They're front and back. They're very colorful and just going to be really neat with all the contact information. I'm going to be placing those around um, the areas that I live. And if you are in a different state or a different country and you are interested in sharing some uh, weed seeds and beautiful things business cards as you go around to your daily activities or your church or your job, whatever, you can message me. Go to the uh, blog at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com. Reach out to me on the Contact Me tab. Shoot me an email and let me know. And I will send you uh, a certain amount of business cards free of charge. I will take care of the postage if you will commit to putting them out for me when you go around. I would so appreciate you sharing the podcast with your family and your friends and anybody at your church or job or that you think needs encouragement. And also we're going to be doing, so we've got shorter episodes, we've got a new topic, 
and I'm going to be trying to do some videos as well in this season three and have some more guests. I've got a couple people in mind and in line that I am really hoping I'm going to get on the show. I think that I will. So that'll be great. So those are some of the changes that are going to be happening in season three. So without further ado, let's get into the verses that I have just felt led by the Lord to have be kind of the foundation for season three. The first verse is going to be Romans 5 verses 3 and 5. And it says, Moreover, let us also be full of joy. The first verse is going to be Romans 5 verses 3 and 5. It says, Moreover, let us also be full of joy now. Let us exult and triumph in our troubles and rejoice in our sufferings, because we know that pressure and affliction and hardship produce patience and unswerving endurance. Such hope never disappoints us or deludes us or brings us to shame, for God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The important thing in this verse is that anywhere that you hear endurance, it means the same thing as persevering. And in a lot of different translations, um, endurance is actually written as persevere or persevering or perseverance. So those words are pretty much interchangeable. And so when we're listening to this verse, what we're hearing is that nothing should get in our way of us having hope and the desire to continue on in our pursuit of godliness and in our pursuit of healing and in our pursuit of seeking to know more about the Lord because he has given us such a firm, fixed foundation in who he is that it's immovable, it's unchangeable, and he has gone before us and he is going before us now to help us to do and to become everything that we need to do and become. Verse number two is Hebrews 12, verses one and two. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. For the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of God. This verse is so um, impactful for me because when I look at it, I think we do, believers do have a great cloud of witnesses in heaven, and that is all the saints that have gone before us. It's also all the angels it is God in heaven. It's, it's just every um, being in heaven is a, is a witness to what God has done in us and for us. And they're rooting us on and there are, I believe they're praying for us. And so we have this party, this support system, this people, this um, divine audience that's rooting for us. 
And not only that, not only are they rooting for us, but they've gone before us. This is all of the people that are in heaven, all of the people that have walked the road of faith, the road of choosing, even though they're stuck in human bodies and they have to deal with all of the, the sin and the you know disappointments in life. There are people that we can look to in God's word and we can see that even with all of the opposition and all of the disappointment and the loss and the imperfectness that they struggled with, that they still did it and they didn't do it in their own strength and their own power by any means, but they were imperfect people that the Lord empowered and that is available to us. And so we can look to scripture and we can see that this great cloud of witnesses isn't somebody, isn't a group of people that don't know what it's like. They're a group of people that persevered, that took heart, and that chose Jesus. And now they're up in heaven rooting for us. And so that tells me that not only has Christ gone before me, but I have all of these other believers, all of these other amazing testimonies that I can see the hand of God working in their life. So I know that it's possible for me, no matter what I face, that I can persevere and become like Christ and ultimately finish the race that was set before me. This verse also shows us that the importance of fixing our eyes on Jesus. Persevering is a lot to do with perspective. It's a lot to do with continuing on. It has very little to do with how we're feeling, the circumstances that we're in. It's this rooted decision deep down cemented in our soul that we are going to continue on and nothing And by nothing, I mean nothing is going to stop us from continuing on. You can think about it in terms of uh, an athlete, which is a very common way to look at it, but it's a very uh, helpful way, too. If you think about the athlete in any type of sport, there is an insurmountable obstacle, and that is this end result, whether it be that they want to win a race or they want to be called on to a professional team, there is a very small chance that they're going to have that happen. And they know that everything that stands between them and that finished goal is impossible. But the impossible doesn't stop them. They get up every day and their pursuit is to persevere. Their pursuit is to not look around them, to not get distracted. Their pursuit is to continue on. To reach that goal. And for us as believers, our perspective, our endurance is to look to Jesus because it is when we are fixed on his face, we are fixed on his goodness, on his truth, in his word, that we can continue to put one foot in front of the other no matter what. It doesn't matter what we're facing, it matters the perspective. And when the perspective is our eyes being fixed on Jesus, then we can persevere. This verse is also so important because this is saying, for the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross. We think of Jesus's life and we like to, um, I know I do, kind of minimize it to the cross. And I'm not at all saying that the cross is something small, but I'm saying the entire scope of Jesus's life was lived in a sense of rejection and suffering and just mistreatment. If you think about Every single thing 
from his own brothers denying that he was the Lord and the Christ to the uh, not being welcomed in his own hometown to just every type of mistreatment and being maligned and being um, hurt and being tempted in the desert for 40 days by uh, Satan himself and just the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all of the hypocrisy, everything that he dealt with. He faced it all knowing that even including all of that suffering, it was only leading him to the biggest moment of suffering of his entire life. And there's never a way where we're going to be able to understand the magnitude of what took place on the cross. And I've had some pretty good nights where I felt alone in pitch blackness and just absolute sadness of spirit. And I think even in those states, it does not compare to the absolute aloneness that Jesus experienced. And the difference is, is we feel alone as believers. Jesus was alone on the cross because God is a holy God and he could not look upon sin. And so there is one time in history where a person that belongs to Christ was alone, and that was when God turned away from Jesus as he died on the cross. So despite that, Jesus looked down the future, and he, he felt, and he longed, and he had hope for the joy that lay before him. It wasn't there presently, but it was in the sense that even though it wasn't his at that moment, he wasn't, you know, at the right hand of God, he was down on earth being mistreated by people. It was real for him. It was coming. It was his. And even though he was suffering, even though he was in a season of having to do hard work, uh, the will of the Father was hard. He still lived as if his joy, even though he wasn't experiencing it that in, in that moment, was real because it was real. It was down further in the future, but it was his. And that is the same thing that we can live with. That is perseverance. Perseverance is not perfection. Perseverance isn't consistently making ginormous steps forward. Perseverance isn't being able to topple um, all of the other Christian brothers and sisters in their knowledge about the Bible. No, perseverance is you running your race with consistent discipline, the right perspective, and holding on to the joy that's yours. Because friend, no matter what moment you're in right now, if you belong to Jesus, it will change. And it will change for your good. And even if you're in a very terribly painful moment, it's good now because your hope in Christ doesn't waver. And not only do we have a great cloud of witnesses, we have Jesus himself. And so we need to move forward with expectant hope as we walk and run the race that we've been given. The last verse, because I'm already out of time, I'm trying to keep it 15 minutes or less. <laughs> and I'm at 1451. Uh, the last verse is Matthew 24, 13. And it says, but he who endures to the end will be saved. Again, endures is interchangeable with perseveres. And the key to this is endurance, again, doesn't mean perfection. It doesn't mean it's not a legalistic box that you check off. Enduring persevering is each day continuing on, continuing on despite failures, despite flaws, despite weaknesses, 
It is this progressive holding on and continuing on. And the Bible is very clear. There is nothing that can happen to you that if you belong to Jesus and you continue on, you're not going to be saved from. So you can have hope because hope is firm. It's secure. You know what isn't firm and secure? Suffering. We experience it, but it doesn't have the last say. If we are believers, our hope is so much more powerful and victorious than any suffering that we'll go through. So I'm going to have to save my story for this next episode. It's a really good story, so I'll do it next time. But these are the verses that are going to carry us into season three. And I need you to come back each time the podcast airs. And I need you to be just praying about what the Lord can show you and speak to you about, because I know this is going to be a season of hard work. Yes, but a lot of fruit being being developed and, and born in our lives. Be sure to tell your friends and family about the show. And I'm going to close us in a quick word of prayer. God, I thank you so much for the ability that we have to persevere in spite of all obstacles, that you are a God that is an overcomer and you are victorious and that you don't know what defeat means because, Lord, you will not be defeated and your plans will not be thwarted. And I just pray that you will be a sense of confident hope to each of the listeners and that you would bring the people that are supposed to be here to the show to listen to it. I thank you for your um, precious son, and I pray all these things in your name. Amen. Be sure to reach out on the website at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com and on social media for different artwork and updates about the show and just my life at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. Thanks, guys. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time.